0: Learn how to prove your social media ROI with a free training or a free trial by visiting agorapulse.com slash SME today. Again, agorapulse.com slash SME.
1: Welcome to the social media marketing talk show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media.
0: On today's show, we're going to explore a lot of LinkedIn updates for 2022. And by the way, Did you know we're just slightly more than one week until Social Media Marketing World? It's not too late to get your tickets. You can attend in person, you can attend live remotely, and of course, you can get access to all the incredible content on demand. Simply visit socialmediamarketing.world to grab your ticket. AI has been a massive disruptive force over the past year. That's why we're excited to announce our brand new show, Introducing AI Explored. It's a weekly show hosted by me, Michael Stelsner. If you want to understand how to put AI to work, this is the show for you. Each week, we'll dive deep into using AI to your advantage. We're talking the practical, tactical stuff that I know you're probably craving. Search for AI Explored on your favorite podcast app, and happy listening. Today, I'm very excited to be joined by AJ Wilcox. If you don't know who AJ is... He's the world's leading LinkedIn ads expert, founder of B2 LinkedIn, host of the LinkedIn ads show. Welcome back to the show, AJ. How are you doing today? I'm so excited to be back here. Thanks, Mike. So we're not going to just talk about LinkedIn ad stuff today. We're going to talk about all sorts of stuff, but we're going to start specifically with something that Google announced. Google has said that they're going to be overhauling how they track ads on Android devices. Maybe you could just tell us what did they say what does this mean for advertisers obviously on linkedin or on any other platforms for that measure what's your thoughts on this
1: yeah this to be following apple's lead so with apple's ios 14.5 update they basically said like hey no matter which browser you're using it's not going to carry the cookie that identifies who you are at least if it's a, a third party cookie so google is like okay we have to follow suit now and what that means is there won't be the same tracking going on within the Android browsers, I'm guessing it's going to apply to both. Like if you're using Chrome, which is native to the, the phone, or if you're using a different browser as well.
0: Yeah. What is that going to mean for advertisers? That sounds like another hit for advertisers and tracking, right?
1: It is. It's a hit. It's, it's like if you're using a retargeting audience from your Google ads for anyone who visited a certain page, well, now all of your Android traffic, or at least a big chunk of it is going to drop out of that audience. So we're, we're seeing retargeting audiences get smaller and weaker over time.
0: And is this going to impact LinkedIn ads as well?
1: It will. It's sad for me because one of the biggest strategies I've recommended on LinkedIn ads for a long time. I mean, it's no surprise that LinkedIn ads are expensive. We're paying like eight to $13 per click on average. Wow! And so if you can use LinkedIn's audience where you can identify, yes, here are the people who are the most valuable prospects for me, my ideal customers, if you can get them to your website and then retarget with your Google and Facebook ads. That's a really like inexpensive and highly efficient way to stay in front of those audiences. Well, now that kind of gets cut off at the legs a little bit for us. It means if we are trying to use that strategy, we're going to lose you know, our retargeting audiences on Google. We won't be able to spend as much. We won't be able to show to as many people.
0: In other news, LinkedIn is testing something called group identity for B2B marketers. What exactly is this?
1: Yeah. It's kind of unclear to me what they mean by this. In reading the article, it looks like what they're doing is trying to create a lookalike model. And I've actually heard this from LinkedIn in the past, that this is something they wanted to do. But it's like a lookalike model. When you say, I want to target this person, they say, we're going to go and try to find the rest of the buyer's committee. So it might target that person's boss and their coworkers and maybe the CEO of the company, if it's a small company, and maybe someone in finance who is going to have to sign on that deal. I don't see much of a benefit here because LinkedIn has always allowed us to target on the ads platform very precise people. So I can still put together a campaign targeting the buyer's committee. So I don't really see a whole lot of benefit to what LinkedIn's offering here.
0: Cool. Yeah. Look, you're the guy, if you say, eh, it's a nothing thing, then then it's a nothing thing.
1: Actually, Mike, Yeah, that article, it kind of started out by talking about how this was the big thing, it's group identity, but it actually went on to hit on like three things that I do think are not nothing burgers with cheese. They're a few th- cool things. Oh, let's hear it. So first off, they also talked about how they're going to be using AI prediction modeling to figure out your conversions because since cookies are going away, we're going to lose conversion tracking a lot. And so LinkedIn's really worried about this. What has Facebook done in this case? Well, they've come out with an AI model to predict how many conversions. And advertisers hate this. I know I would be really, really embarrassed if we ever reported to a client, hey, you got eight conversions. And they looked in their CRM and said, actually, we only see four here. Where are these other four? And that's what LinkedIn's saying they're going to be doing is this AI modeling of when you've had this many visitors, chances are you should have had eight conversions. But I mean, it's not going to work. You've got to talk about actual conversions that people are having. Seems super lame to me.
0: Yeah. Keep going. You said there were three things or no?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So the second one is that they're talking about bringing in offline conversions into the platform, into LinkedIn ads, which is exactly what they've needed to do. The biggest challenge we as marketers have on LinkedIn is the costs are high. And if you don't have the ability to bring in your CRM data to find like the actual quality of the leads and how many you're getting... We're reliant on this like conversion tracking showing that you have a cost per lead that's obviously going to look higher than Facebook's or even Google's in some times, in some respects. So when you're actually having a sync between LinkedIn ads and your CRM, where now you can pipe those back in and you know if there is a record in the CRM that was driven from a LinkedIn ad, you can count on that. You know that's a conversion. You don't have to worry about losing a cookie somewhere. So that one I'm really excited about. and The third one is they talk about how they've switched over everyone who's using LinkedIn ads conversion tracking to being able to opt it in to be a first party cookie. And this is a total no brainer. Everyone should go into their conversion events inside of LinkedIn and just tick the box. That's all it is. Tick the box that says, yes, I want this to be a first party cookie. And now your conversions are going to be a lot more accurate than they would have been otherwise. Yeah. Especially right now for iOS devices.
0: And that's really important because everybody first party cookies are not blocked. It's third party cookies that are blocked, right? By all these platforms. So that's really, really valuable. Exactly. Okay. We've got two audio news items. One of them is LinkedIn has debuted a podcast network. Let's start with that one real quick. What is real quickly the news here?
1: Yeah. So it seems like LinkedIn's trying to follow HubSpot's lead where a couple years ago, HubSpot came out with their own podcast network. LinkedIn has one now as well. And you can apply for it because I'm the host of the LinkedIn Ads show podcast. Because it's LinkedIn focused, I applied for it as well. So we'll see if that's something that LinkedIn wants in its stable. But it appears to be that if you look at the cover art for these podcasts, uh, they say presented by LinkedIn. And they've got a couple of big sponsors who are backing it as well. So it looks to be something where you apply if they select your podcast, uh, LinkedIn basically becomes a sponsor of your show and hopefully they'll amass a bit of a following here so they can start bringing more listeners to your show from one more channel.
0: Does LinkedIn have their own podcast? Have they had their own podcast for a while? I mean, I'm just curious. It seems like they're starting to, maybe this is the first foray into more audio stuff for the platform. Do you
1: know if they've had their own or no? Yeah, they had two podcasts in the past. One was pretty good, but... When the host left LinkedIn and went to Microsoft, they haven't picked it back up. Yeah. It was Jason. I forget what Jason's last name is.
0: Yeah. I know Jason really well.
1: Jason Miller.
0: Yeah. Jason Miller. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Cool.
1: He was a great podcast host, but they just never picked it back up. So when I actually clicked in and looked at the podcasts that are currently there, there is one that's just LinkedIn news and another one that's just about LinkedIn recruiting. So it sounds like they've started it back up. I'm going to have to go listen to some of the shows and see if they're any good.
0: Okay. The exciting thing that I'm more excited about specifically, because obviously this LinkedIn podcast thing is a network that's only available for certain podcasters, but it looks like LinkedIn is rolling out a Clubhouse competitor. Tell us a little bit more about that.
1: Yeah. So LinkedIn announced this back when Clubhouse was always in the news. It was really exciting. LinkedIn said, Hey, we're going to do it too. Well, they're just now getting to it. As far as we know, they don't have a name for it yet. So their marketing department's probably still working on it. It's starting as a Clubhouse competitor where it's audio only. And then they say in the spring, they're going to roll out a video component to it too. So it'll basically be like video chat rooms, which I think is great. I mean, I like Clubhouse just fine. I just so rarely I go there with the intent of interacting on Clubhouse, but I find myself on LinkedIn almost all the time. And so there's just more opportunities to connect with people over audio and video And now I'll have the LinkedIn profile so I can see, I can click through and find who are these people who are listening to me and learn more about them. I think that's the crucial piece where LinkedIn might actually win here.
0: Well, and what I'm excited about is we keep forgetting LinkedIn is owned by Microsoft, right? True. And Microsoft has access to all sorts of fascinating technology. Right now, when you live stream into LinkedIn and for those that are on LinkedIn. Unfortunately, the stream is not working today because it's a known issue. So you're going to get a bunch of messages, AJ, but you have to use a third-party tool to stream into LinkedIn, right? So if they natively build something that allows you to interact with your community, like the Facebook audio room or something like that, that's going to be good, right? Because that means you can just pull up your browser, pop into a room and start interacting with the community without having to go through all these extra steps. Don't you think that's going to be powerful?
1: Yeah, you called it. I was actually at the unveiling of a new Ferrari model uh, a few weeks ago and I wanted to live stream it. So I opened up my LinkedIn app to go hit post and there was no live stream option. And that's because they forced me to go through a third party tool. I'd have to like connect to restream.io to do it. And it's a huge problem. So now knowing that this is going to be right within the app and the desktop experience, you're right. It's a big deal.
0: Okay. Let's see here. We've got some other news here. LinkedIn has added some elements to its services pages. Real briefly, what is a service page? Is that the same as a regular page? And what are the things that we need to know about this?
1: Yeah. So it used to be that LinkedIn bought a network called LinkedIn Profinder. And you may have heard of this. It was a site that just let freelancers kind of sign up and say, we're offering this service and you can collect leads from people. Okay. So LinkedIn purchased them. It was Kind of thing, but I never really found it all that helpful because the service categories were so narrow. Well, now LinkedIn's starting to integrate this, and I don't think it's necessarily ProFinder that they're doing, but they allow all of us, we can now go on to our LinkedIn profiles and add a section there called services that we offer. Oh. Yeah. And they've expanded this a little bit. So now, rather than me just getting leads before that were social media marketing consulting, I can actually put on there LinkedIn ads consulting, or I'm, I'm assuming I'll be able to. And then I'm getting leads that aren't so general. They're actually interested in my exact service.
0: Speaking of leads, Sales Navigator has had some changes. Talk to us a little bit about that and briefly introduce what that is for people that maybe don't know what that is.
1: Yeah. Sales navigator is the tool that your sales team probably wants to use. It's still within LinkedIn. It uses the whole LinkedIn network, but it almost acts like a CRM where you can go through and search people by the kinds of facets that you might target them with on the ad platform. So you can go and do a search. That's like, show me all people who are CEOs of companies with at least a thousand people in the tech industry in the Western United States. And then when you find them, you can start doing a manual outreach or adding them to lists, that kind of thing. What's so exciting about this is for so long, Sales Navigator has been this walled garden where you can't actually export the leads that you have in there. So you have to live inside of the Sales Navigator platform. And if you wanted that data out, you have to break LinkedIn's terms of service by scraping. Uh So you ended up going to a a service like phantombuster.com or something like that to get the data out. And that was terrible for us because obviously we're paying for Sales Navigator and we're also paying for LinkedIn ads. And what we wanted to do was say, let's take anyone who is following the company or anyone who's following the CEO uh, or anyone that the sales team cares about. Let's pipe those people into LinkedIn ads so we can show them ads on a campaign that we're choosing. But because of this walled garden, we've never been able to do that. Well, now what LinkedIn is is announcing is an integration. It looks like it's going to be an upsell. You're going to have to pay more to get this. But now if you use Microsoft Dynamics, obviously, because LinkedIn's owned by Microsoft, or Salesforce, you'll be able to have this integration. And now when you have your CRM data connected to LinkedIn, now we can do a lot more cool stuff. You can integrate it with your marketing automation platform to email people that you're having conversations with on LinkedIn and that kind of thing. That's the exciting part. The other little minutia of the homepage is going to look different. Eh, don't really care about
0: LinkedIn is launching something called the
1: marketing partner community. What is this? Tell us a little bit more. Yeah. So this originated probably been about a year ago. LinkedIn came out finally with LinkedIn advertising certifications. So you can go and take a class and then get certified in LinkedIn advertising, which is what we as advertisers have been asking for, for so long. But it's kind of funny the way they rolled it out. They said, okay, once you're certified, we want to make you part of a community. And rather than making it like an email opt-in, here's a website experience where you can go and find stuff, they actually put it within a LinkedIn group. And so it's basically like you get the certifications. That's great. Then you go and follow this LinkedIn group, which is probably going to follow the same course of life as all LinkedIn groups do, which is a little bit of excitement at the beginning, and then no one ever comes back. So I hope it evolves. I hope they do more with it. Right now, it's basically just a LinkedIn group.
0: So is it a LinkedIn group curated by LinkedIn specifically for marketing? Is that the idea? They're trying to like cultivate relationships with marketers? Is that kind of what's going on here?
1: Yeah. They want a place that they can provide resources to help advertisers and let advertisers talk to each other. And so they figured that a group was probably the best way to do this. It's always interesting for advertisers, and they've had a group, it's it's the LinkedIn ad support group, a long time. I'm actually an admin on that group. I've really liked it. It's where advertisers get in to have conversations about, hey, this seems broken. What do you do to get around this? Really high level and great stuff. With this one, it seems like they're just trying to connect people. But if you know anything about the advice that LinkedIn gives on their own ad platform, it's usually expensive advice, meaning that... They give you advice that costs you more money rather than less. And so that's what I'm worried about. But if this is where they start and I guess get to the point where they're providing more and more value, I'm all for it.
0: How many years have you been coming to San Diego for social media marketing world? Because I know you're coming back to speak. Just curious how many years you've been coming and what are you going to be talking
1: about here in slightly more than a week? I think it might be my fifth year maybe six. I'll have to go back and check. But I am giving this session on advanced LinkedIn ads. So if you're experienced at all with LinkedIn advertising and you want to get that to the next level, I'm going to be sharing all my best stuff. And it's on Tuesday. can't wait to be there.
0: Awesome. Well, folks, I know that for many of you, LinkedIn is an afterthought. And AJ is just one of many awesome individuals who are going to be talking about LinkedIn at Social Media Marketing World. And if you are able to
1: get to San Diego, tell them what's it like, AJ? Oh, it is the conference I look the most forward to of any conference during the year. San Diego is beautiful. The facility is great. The conference is huge. And there will always be more sessions that you are just dying to attend and learn about. You're never going to be left in a lull. And all the greatest speakers in social media marketing, Mike, you have done such a good job of curating the community around you, of getting the very best people to this show. And I'm flattered to be a part of it.
0: Well, folks, you heard it from AJ. It's always better to have someone else tell you you're doing good work. (laughs) Grab your tickets. And there's a lot of options if you can't travel. You've got live streaming tickets. You've got on-demand tickets. But the best is to come in person and get yourself an all-access ticket, socialmediamarketing.world. AJ, if people want to discover your show, because you do have a show, where can they find your podcast? And where can they discover more about you other than coming and meeting you in person in San Diego?
1: Yes, please do come meet me in person. I'd love to give you an elbow bump or shake hands or whatever you're comfortable with. It's really easy. In any podcast player that you use, just search LinkedIn ads, but it's the LinkedIn ads show and it'll be really easy to find me. If you want to connect on LinkedIn, just make sure you customize the invite and say, you heard me on Mike's show and I would love to be connected and share value with you in the future.
0: Awesome. And don't just say you heard me on Mike's show. Say you heard me on the social media marketing talk show because there's a lot of mics out there. (laughs) AJ, thank you so much for coming back on the show and really looking forward to seeing you in person here in San Diego in just a little bit more than a week. And everyone else, thank you so much for your time. And until next time, may you make wise decisions. We will be back next Friday with the last show before the conference, and then we're going to take a week off. So thank you, everybody. Talk to you soon. Bye
1: the social media marketing talk show is a social media examiner production for more social media insight visit socialmediaexaminer.com
0: if you're like so many fellow marketers and creators and entrepreneurs you're probably wondering how do i put ai to work well be sure to listen to the ai explored podcast a new show from social media examiner hosted by yours truly, Michael Stelzner. Again, check out the AI Explored podcast.